This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners just like you. If you have the means and you'd like to contribute, click on the link in the show description to go to my supporter page. Once you're there, it's completely up to you how much you'd like to give. There's no minimum and no maximum and no ongoing charges. Enjoy this episode and thanks for listening to The Saturday Quiz. Hi there. Welcome to another episode of The Saturday Quiz. My name's John Leary, and on this podcast, it is my purpose and intention to ask the 10 questions from the quiz in The Saturday Paper. As always, it is up to my guests to produce the answers to those questions. This weekend marks the end of the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, so I thought I should squeeze in one last pair of comedians. Besides performing in their hilarious festival show, My Client is Innocent, these two gentlemen have continued to produce their own podcast, Two in a Think Tank, and can also be heard on ABC Radio in their show, The Pop Test, as well as writing for my favourite satirical news show on television, Mad as Hell. Welcome to the show, Alastair Trembley Birchall and Andy Matthews. Hello. It's a pleasure to be squeezed. Thank you. Yes. Uh, How is the festival going for you two? We're having a very fun time. It has been really good. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a a fun time. It's been an exhausting time. It's it's, it's had a a strange feel to it being the first proper COVID festival and everybody's adapting, but everybody's also dropping like flies. Mm. Yeah. You two have managed to avoid the uh, dreaded lurgy. Somehow we have sailed through... Mm. Yes. Yeah, but there's still four days. The trick is just to never to never to test and ignore a lot of symptoms. <laughs> that's I I know I love comedy, but that's not true and I uh <laughs> And I've been un- un- t- testing an unbelievable amount because almost this week I'm so exhausted that I've kind of wanted to catch it. <laughs> J- um, just to cancel some shows. <laughs> just, just to be able to put your feet up yeah. and have a break. Just to get a little bit of sleep. I, I haven't had it myself. Have either of you had it at all? I, I have not. Not that I know of. No. It came through my house, but I, so I must have been exposed to it, but it didn't, uh, it didn't infect me. Oh, wow. Yeah. I just Gosh. haven't breathed in for the last uh, 18 months. Yeah, that was a really good trick, actually. Very wise. Uh, Very wise. He's an exclusively exhaling person now. (laughs) I've been looking. I I follow the Wim Hof method, and I hyperventilated pretty hard uh, in uh, Mm. sort of January uh, last year, and then um, and never since. No, I'm just going on pure blood oxygen. Amazing. Do you sometimes have to give your heart a little? uh, You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just get my (laughs) wife to give it a little pump first thing in the morning just to get me going. And, uh, yeah, that, that generally sees me through. Yeah. The rest is just adrenaline. <laughs> Brilliant. Now, listen, you two, I know that you are both quiz-interested mm. or quiz-curious. Quiz yeah, mm. definitely. So, do either of you or do both of you have a favourite piece of trivia? A favourite piece, oh. piece of trivia? <laughs> Oh my I goodness! Know. I mean, I uh, well, and Andy's going to be able to describe this better than I can. Mm. But I found out how light propagates, and I mean, this is not necessarily like sort of the answer to a uh, you know to a to a small quiz. But it, it's like Andy, can you just describe it? It's got something to do with one thing <laughs> inducing another thing, which induces I mean, the other. Thing. You've, you've, what you've done here is you've absolutely uh, failed on every. 
every part of the mm-hmm. of the the assignment yeah. here, Alistair, because you obviously you don't remember the thing, so it can't be that much of your favourite. And also, Me? I would describe this as <laughs> not being trivia. This is one of the most fundamental concepts in the universe. But, <laughs> but what but you're describing Alistair, is the way in which light trivial. is an electromagnetic wave in which it yeah. propagates <laughs> <laughs> propagates through a vacuum where the two components of the electromagnetic wave uh, induce each other. So the propagating electric wave uh, induces the magnetic wave and so on and so forth as they travel um, at the speed so that's, of light. So that's my favourite p- piece of trivia that I keep in Andy's head. <laughs> that is great. So, I, I mean, so Andy, do you have a yeah. favourite piece of trivia? Do I have a favourite piece of trivia? Uh, yeah. yeah, thank you for, for explaining um, Alistair's well, favourite piece of trivia. <laughs> my son this morning told me that uh, he has more taste buds than me. And oh. uh, he said it in quite an arrogant way. Um, but I still, I think that's because of fun. youth. Because of youth. Because of the, you know, it's yet another benefit of youth. Yes. Wow. He doesn't want to use any of them to taste anything because he refuses to eat any food I provide. But that uh, does yes. seem to be what sons do. They like the blandest food, even though mm. maybe that's why they like such bland, boring yeah. food because. They've got so many taste buds, it, it just gets bombarded, and they, mm. there's overload in their in their experience. Yeah, mm. maybe I should give him just a little bit of COVID, get that uh, you know that loss in taste, power of taste, and then I'll be able to get try him on a few more things. Sure, My, microdose, microdose of not being able to taste. <laughs> well, just for the record, I think that's a terrible idea. Uh, but listen, we're going to have to take a little break. We'll be right back. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You're listening to the Saturday Quiz. I'm joined by Alastair Tremblay, Birchall and Andy Matthews. Listen, why don't we get stuck into the quiz proper? Mm-hmm. I've got 10 questions for you. Are you ready? I've never been more ready. Okay, here we go. Question number one. Who is credited with inventing bifocal glasses? I'm very excited Mm. that you have asked this question because this was actually a question on our uh, radio show, The the Pop Test. Get out of town! Yeah, that's right. I can tell you that it was Benjamin Franklin. It was indeed. Absolutely Benjamin Franklin. Um, What what else can you tell me about Benjamin Franklin in... That you learnt on the pop test. I believe that he invented the the uh, the the flexible catheter. Right? <laughs> yes, the <laughs> flexible uh, urinary catheter. Yeah. He did indeed uh, <laughs> in, invent the flexible <laughs> catheter. Do you know why he did that? Possibly um, the horror have- of of figuring out how uh, what it would be like to have a rigid catheter put down your urethra? Did he have a particularly yeah, he- wiggly woggly urethra? Did he have one that was really really <laughs> a curvy? really bendy twisty one? Yeah. <laughs> it was actually for his brother. He learnt that his brother had uh what are they kidney stones and was mm. was using a rigid catheter to uh relieve himself of those. 
And so, yeah, Ben Franklin was, yeah, aghast at what he was being forced to use. And so he went to a silversmith with some uh, instructions and, uh, yeah, mm. came up with a bendy, twisty tube to, oh, see, that's to really replace nice. the rigid one. That's a, yeah. that's a beautiful Christmas, you know, Kris Kringle uh, <laughs> little... <laughs> Imagine that. Oh, yeah. What do you call this, Benjamin? Yeah. <laughs> I suppose rubber and stuff like that would have been quite, you know, like quite novel as well back in those days. Just having a bunch of, I don't, like, I don't know when the rubber industry really took off, but, um, but even think, just being, having a nice rubbery thing, it would, would just been nice to touch. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps. I think actually there, there wasn't, at that time, there wasn't rubber involved. I oh. think it was, it was a hinged like it was like tubes me- of of metal that oh had gosh. little uh, hinges oh. in them. Yeah. Oh, so then I so, mean that actually sounds worse because then I'm picturing <laughs> inner urethral pinching, um, <laughs> one of the most terrible things I've ever even yeah. imagined. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if it was such a great Chris Kringle to get. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, the inner urethral pinch is one of the. Uh, one of the things they're currently discussing banning in UFC. It's yeah. the next frontier. <laughs> it is difficult to pull off, but we're, Eye we're gouging very painful, and very successful. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, he also invented lightning rods. Yes. For for oh, yeah. buildings, and and he did you know the uh, kite flying thing with the key, and famously didn't die from it. He mm. did no, he did not because die. he he actually put his kite away. I believe once the lightning actually came out. Oh, I is that what happened? Is the 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 correction of the of the? Do myth. you know what he was trying yeah, to do he, with he that? He was just proving the existence of a static charge buildup within the clouds. But it wasn't that he hoped that the kite itself would be struck by lightning. Yeah, no. His yeah. intention was to to prove that lightning was actually electricity. You know, that lightning and electricity were the same thing. Correct. Yeah. One point for you, yeah. Johnny. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, he did lots of experiments with electricity. And it's thanks to him that we, we understand a little bit about the conductivity of various mat- materials. He was the one that discovered mm. that glass is non-conductive and that water, This I found this quite interesting, that water, although that is a naturally a, a very good conductor, when it's frozen into ice, it is a very poor conductor. Did you know that? Uh, yeah. Mm. I would also add that I think actually naturally pure water is an insulator, but that it oh. n- um, it normally contains impurities, uh, which makes it a conductor. Uh, but yes, huh. when you freeze it solid, obviously the molecules within the water can't move anymore, so it will no longer conduct electricity. It doesn't conduct by electron flow. It conducts by ions moving physically through the through the fluid. Wow. Is this boring? Have <laughs> I been boring? Andy, I'm having a good time. Meanwhile, I'm fact checking you while you're while it you're saying it might be boring, and and some of my listeners might have already switched off after question one. That's all right. We got the plug uh, in for okay. our show, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did get the plug in for your show. Okay, question number two: the HBO series Julia explores the life and career of which television chef? Oh uh, wait. I I have this. a name in mind, Alastair. Yeah, well, it's the it's the woman that appeared in the movie 
Julia and Julia, I believe. <laughs> yeah, I um, think it's Julie and Julia, I think. Yeah, sorry. I, I don't see that's the right. last letter of any word. And so I just <laughs> guess. And that's why um, you'll often see me make mistakes like that. And I apologize. Um, but uh, I believe it would be the famous TV chef, Julia Child. That is 100% correct. Yes. Oh, we did it. Julia I, Child, I, well done. I know nothing about her. I haven't seen any of these films or anything. I believe she kind of tried to start taking a little bit more of a scientific approach to cooking, where she was like, ah. these things should be like repeatable. Using you the know? scientific and so she was method trying to, like, to, to prove that food can be delicious or something. Yeah, or like trying to put very strict instructions so that, you know, things could be reproducible in the same way each time so being like oh. you know have it at this specific temperature make sure that you're you know you have a thing of this number of kilos in for this amount of time so that you know it cooks all the way through with the you know with the same amount i don't know i yeah, i'm right. basing this entirely off of a movie that i i got the title of the name wrong so <laughs> uh, <laughs> not not exactly an expert yeah. in this category yeah all right question um, number 3 what is used by surveyors to measure horizontal and vertical angles. Uh, I am going to say that that is a theodolite. Yes, it is oh. a th- theodolite. I was using one you- recently to uh, to build my deck, <laughs> my new house. Oh, uh, well. Yes, uh, well, I say I-, I was using it. Dad was the man, you know. Dad, you know, the, 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 the senior male always gets to stand behind the theodolite and then the, the junior, the hungry young junior... Um, trying to establish his place in the pack holds the stick with the lines on it. So that was my job. <laughs> I, I've never used one myself, and I oh, you, you simply you know. must. You simply must. You haven't lived. <laughs> I mean, I've used the stick before, but, uh, ah. but uh, not a uh, not a A theodolite does sound like it's some kind of like religious fossil. Mm. Um, yeah, but it, uh, it sure does. Yeah, it, uh, <laughs> a religious uh, indeed, fossil. I think that's great. Religious. Yeah. Yeah. A sort of a Christian Tyrannosaurus. Yeah, but one of those ones, the shell, one of those shelled animals that you know spent time in water, but then uh, yeah. you know, but they could have been yeah. sh- in the shape maybe of like a pope hat or something. Mm. Andy, are your? Uh, how old is your son? Uh, 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 five. I've got twins who are five. And then oh I have right. An, another child who's three. Have they watched uh, Dinosaur Train? Yes, they have watched Dinosaur Train, I'm sorry to say. <laughs> yeah, I, I despise that show with all my heart now. Yeah. A Christian fossil or a, a religious fossil just reminded me of that show because I think there's like a um I think there's like a Christmas episode of Dinosaur Train. Very interesting, isn't it? <laughs> it's very, very interesting. Like, They're throwing a lot into the pot there. Yeah. <laughs> they sure are. I mean it's already throwing a lot because the the notion of Steam power, rail, sure, all that, yeah, and then um, sure. dinosaurs. Yeah, but, no, yeah. they. Um, well, I don't know if it's a it's a, it's a clever idea or not, but they came up with a concept that was so complicated that the half of the show's running time is taken up by the intro theme song, which has to re-explain <laughs> it every single time. So, mm. from a from a sort of an, a sheer animator's perspective, I suppose that's a really good idea because that just yeah. reduces the amount of. Um, yeah, of new, new episode material. Yeah, yeah. yeah. content. <laughs> That's true. All right, very good. Theodolites. Yeah. They are used to measure horizontal and vertical angles. Mm. All right, question number four. 
Do motorists in Japan drive on the left or right side of the road? Mm. Have either of you been to Japan? I have been to Japan, and I'm actually literally picturing myself. I went. We went there with a two-year-old, and I remember being on the side of the road, and then there being a guy just grabbing my kid's arm and sort of really implying that my kid's arm was really fat, and <laughs> and and me kind of being like, ah, ha, 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 ha. "All right, come over here, kid," uh, and just being like, "I don't understand what you're talking about." All right, um, like that. And so I'm trying to picture which direction the cars were going at that point. <laughs> as I was trying to cross the road to get away from that. Was and the guy grabbing your kid's arm from a moving car, Alistair? <laughs> uh, no, but but I, I thought that the moving cars could put some space between me and this person. Mm. And so I'm I'm guessing because in my in my memory right now they are going they're on the right side of the the road. But this is, you know, now we're now we're getting into sort of the flawed nature of memory. You know, every time you 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 remember, you rewrite it. And I could be rewriting it in the way that it would be in my ideal dream. An ideal Japan for me would be driving on the right, <laughs> like 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 things were in my childhood when I used to live in Canada. Um, yeah, right. What side do we drive here? We drive on the left over left. here, don't we? We I drive on the left here. I they're the same to, uh, as us because we import so many Japanese vehicles. Oh, I have a feeling right. like if, if they were driving on the other side that I would have somehow come across that as a concept in terms yeah. of, you know, importing vehicles. Because <gasps> you can get those grey market imports as well from Japan. You're right. And I, yeah, and and I, I think, yeah. Think they have to drive the, the steering wheel on the other side. So I'm going to say they drive on the left. Yeah, I do. I, I do remember that as well. So I I am also going to go against my own instincts. Well, it's a good thing that you did because they do drive on the left. Yeah, that's great. Uh, so, well done. Your memory, uh, I'm sorry to say, is fallible. Yeah. But luckily, you have, you have Andy with you it's, well, to um, correct your memory. As, as you have seen, I, I outsource a lot of my brain power to Andy. <laughs> and, and I keep I'm some like- of my... Even, even my most favorite facts appear in Andy's mind. <laughs> yeah. Depending on where I'm standing. There's 165 countries and territories in the world that drive on the right, Mm. which dwarfs the 75 countries that drive on the left. And most of the countries that that do drive on the left are former British colonies. Right. However, that's not the case with Japan. Japan was never part of the British Empire. The origin of that, of driving on the left in Japan, goes back to the Edo period which was 1600 to 1868 well okay yeah so, so that wasn't based on sort of a decision based on like you know all the richer countries seem to dr- drive on the on the left and so if we just keep our cars on that way we won't have to keep converting or anything like that it, there was no yeah their idea of which side to drive on goes goes further back than well certainly further back than the invention of the automobile. It's very, uh, yeah, it was very annoying back in the day when you imported a foreign horse and you had to convert them from <laughs> left-hand ride to right-hand. Well, there's some, there's some theory about why we surgery. drive on the, on the left or right, depending on where we are in the world, because just about universally you, you mount a horse from the left. So there, yeah. there is some kind of theory about that's why certain countries drive on the left. I exclusively mount horses by leaping from the uh, top balcony of the uh, <laughs> of the saloon. Of the, of the brothel that you're... Yeah. yeah. 
That's right. And, you know, that you're escaping I, from. that's how I get into the car. I have, an, I have a sunroof. It's Andy trying to escape from paying for services. <laughs> I don't like the turn this has taken. You've ha- hijacked my riff. He's put all his money into sunroofs so that he can save on other things. Other activities. Um, other activities. I guess the other, the other problem with importing a horse from Japan would be that it doesn't take English commands. It would speak Japanese. Although, you know, ma- how many... Um, you wouldn't have to learn that many commands. That's true. Yeah. I guess you, as many as a it's horse It's probably can not going to be fluent in, in Japanese. <laughs> that's true. Or, you know, it'll be as fluent as a horse can be. Yeah. I suppose the bar for fluency in a horse is, is low. Uh, yeah. So, have um, we covered that one? I've, I, I feel so. like we've covered that one. Yeah. Absolutely. Motorists in Japan drive on the left. All right, question oh, number five. Which author links the novels The Mysterious Affair at Styles, Evil Under the Sun, They Do It with Mirrors, and Curtain? Andy, are you getting any... I'm not even getting any whisper from this one. They, I mean, whoever it is, they seem to be very preoccupied with light and its movement you know, mm. mirrors, curtains, yeah, under the sun, mirrors, curtain, under the sun, mm. yeah, the, the mysterious affair at Styles. <laughs> well, uh, it was the affair could have been had something to do uh, yep. with uh, you know, um, like a laser beam or something like that. Oh. <laughs> See, they're very good, Alistair. Great connection. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. I'm going to say it was Mr. Sunny Lightfoot was, of course, the <laughs> yeah. famous author. It's not Mr. Sonny Lightfoot. It is uh, someone far more famous and um, real. Is it it Agatha Christie? Of course it is. Agatha Christie is the right answer. I mean, if you're talking about a mysterious affair, you can't go past old Aggie. (laughs) No, you can't. Aggie. She was quite into the mysterious affairs and the evils and doing it with mirrors and behind curtains. So, well done. You are correct. It was Agatha Christie. All right, we're going to take another break. We'll be right back. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You're listening to the Saturday Quiz. I'm joined today by Alastair tremblay Birchall and Andy Matthews. We're up to question number six. You ready? Mm-hmm. Bath is the largest city in which English county? And you've got a multiple choice here. Do you need it? I Uh, am going to need it. Yeah, I I don't know if I can name a single county. I didn't know that the United Kingdom had counties. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. They do. Yeah. Uh, It does. It's a really good... So, the the three that you can choose from is A, Somerset, Mm. B, Kent, or C, Oxfordshire. Oh, I mean, they all sound good. Yeah. I don't. They think all sound English. I don't think it's Somerset. I reckon it's Kent. Kent, it, Bath, in Kent. So you're you're just saying because because their their names both have a similar number of letters because they're both exactly the same amount of letters. Yeah, yeah. very Nothing similar. More similar than being uncanny. Exact. No, 
For Alan some Kahane. reason, yes, yeah, some reason, okay. it feels right to me. Do you want to maybe try oh, no, a uh, a different option? Yeah, I, oh. I'm going to definitely try a different option. I'm going to say the one that Andy said that it definitely isn't Somerset. Somerset. Well, you will be actually correct. Yes. Oh. Because I, Bath is the largest city in Somerset yeah, County. Right. And yeah, wh- very well done. Thank Maidstone you very much. Maidstone is the biggest city in Kent. And Oxford is obviously the biggest city in Oxfordshire. All right, question yeah. number seven. Which 2015 Australian film ends with a, with a town on fire and the line, You never met the rubbish? <laughs> Oh man, it, it really shows that I haven't watched a enough Australian films. On fire and the line, okay. you never met the, the rubbish. rubbish. When yeah. do you reckon is Animal Kingdom would be older than that? And also, probably like but an individual no town. town. Oh, wait, yeah. is Fury Road considered an Australian film? I guess it is, right? I um, think it hmm. sort of is an Australian film, but it's not the, the film that we're. Yeah, looking for sure. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay, well- look. I'll give you a clue. This was uh, this film was based on a novel of the same name. Is it The Dressmaker? It is The Dressmaker. Well done. Thank Great you. Work. My next I guess was going to be Red Dog. Ah. Mm. I'm in Red Dog. Are you? Yeah. Oh. I'm in the film Red Dog. That's great. Were you the dog? I, I auditioned <laughs> for the dog, but I didn't get it. Uh <laughs> But they they gave me another role. I think the roles yeah. of dogs oh, are pretty great. competitive anyway, so it's pretty yeah. tough. Yeah. But anyway, we're not talking about Red Dog. We're talking about The Dressmaker, <laughs> which was- But you're not co- in that, which m- makes me less in interested in it. No, but I have had many, many guests on this show that were in the cast of The Dressmaker. Well, I think, I, I think when I, when a, I say I many, I mean probably was, about two. Um, well, that's still, that sounds like, you know- it, That's only, more than none. Actually, so I've just realised it's three- Whoa! Oh. Have you yeah. had Blanchett? No, no, Winslet on here. No, Was- I haven't. I haven't had uh, Kate Winslet on this show. I've had Sarah Snook and James oh. McKay, and also Mark Leonard Winter or Mark Winter. These are some good guests. I think you're going down in quality of guest at the moment. I think I'm not sure. <laughs> I apologize. Yeah, I apologize. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You know, That's obviously right. we bring something else. Um. You bring something else. You know what you bring? You bring the correct answers because so far I don't think you've hit a bum note. Yeah. Well, have we Have we sort of out, out correct answered Snook? Absolutely. Yes. yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want. Me too. Question number eight. Here's the sports question. And look, generally oh my guests do tend to fall down a little bit. Around the sports question. Well, as you know from Andy's urethral p- pinching rules in the UFC fact, we're pretty up to date with some uh, yeah. sports. So, we're, I think we should be fine. Okay. Question number eight. Winner of the 2022 Australian Grand Prix, Charles Leclerc, comes from which country? Oh, now I'm so tempted to say France, but I wonder if we should go... Belgium, Alastair. Well, it does have a kind of a Belgium feel. I don't know why, mm. but but I just haven't heard of any French drivers for a while. Uh, obviously, there was um, French-Canadian, Jacques Villeneuve from uh, maybe 95 or something like that. <laughs> and obviously, his dad before that, uh, some, something else, Andre or something like that, Andre Villeneuve. <laughs> so, I'm going to go with you, Andy, with Belgium. Belgium. Now, you are, you're correct in a way... In that it's not 
he's not French. Great. Yes, Great. I'll take that okay. point. Thank you very much. So, <laughs> so oh, you, could, could you are New, correct in that. Okay, it could be regard. New Caledonia. New Although you are incorrect, it is not Belgium that he is from. Right. Tell, I want to give you a clue by saying that, to me, this country is linked absolutely with Grand Prix, with Formula One. Okay. Yeah, right. So, so, so getting like, okay, my we've got head, the Monaco. Monaco Grand Prix. It but is Monaco. Get in your head. Oh. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, because I know that you're a big player in the, uh, on those high roller tables they have at the casinos there in Monaco. And <laughs> yeah. I believe you were for a time romantically linked with Grace Kelly. So this is where my mind <laughs> yeah. went. It's amazing uh, the, the, the facts that you know about me. I mean, that's yeah. incredible. I mean, those are the only two. So I'm really glad they came into play. They really, and they're both linked to, to Monaco. Mm. Yeah. So we're going to get the point for that? Doesn't yeah, feel fair. Yeah, of course fair, you get the point. It? Oh, my Absolutely. goodness. The rules here are abysmal. Very loose. And I love it. Now, do you know wh- for which car manufacturer Charles Leclerc mm. drives? Mm. Let's see. Uh, okay, so there's, so there's like Ferrari? Ferrari <laughs> is correct. Just oh, go with that. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, then let's let's go with the one car manufacturer I know. He's been driving for Ferrari since 2019 and has started the 2022 season in fantastic form, winning the Bar- Bahrain GP and coming second. Oh, nobody in Saudi cares, Arabia. Johnny. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh my God! You've got to let me do it's the rap. The most You're boring me- thing in the world, Formula One for Andy, fuck's sake. Andy, I think you'll Sorry, find that it's found a a. a a real resurgence um, in popularity since there's some Netflix show all about it. And I've been seeing people talking about F1 and really interested in F1. It's the what's known as the Netflix effect. In, in the same way that we were all momentarily obsessed with uh, Tiger parks or That's right. things and, like and, that. And private ownership of wild animals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, well done. Uh, you got that correct. He's from yes. Monaco. He drives for yes. Ferrari. Brilliant. Question number nine. <gasps> We're so close the to the word end. fulminate derives from a Latin word describing which natural phenomenon? Ooh. Fulminate. I wonder if it could be something to do with volcanoes. I mean, you That's... sort of, you, when you fulminate, you sort of overflow with emotion, I believe. So it could be a kind of a, a bubbling up. Like mm. in, in, a, in a volcanic way. Yeah, or, or mixing sort of vinegar and bicarb soda. That's probably what it is. <laughs> yes. The Latin word for uh, home science experimentation. Yeah. I oh. love where you're going with this, but, but it is incorrect. You're going the wrong okay. direction. Oh. That well, is not the natural phenomenon okay. that we're well, What after. about, let's think of form. form. Formic acid, is that a thing, Andy? Yeah, but the word is fulminate, F-U-L-M-I-N-A-T-E. And all you've got there is that they both start with the letter F, Alistair. So we oh, wait, go wait, with wait. fireworks How, wait. or... Wait, wait. So, so they, don't, they don't both start with F-O-R-M? No, no. Fulminate is oh, F-U-L-M-I-N-A-T-E. I'm so sorry. Not fulminate. I've been, I've been pict- hear, hearing forminate. Oh, no wonder I haven't got it right yet. Okay, <laughs> fulminate. Yeah. Now that you know that it's fulminate... Yeah, okay. Well, then there's no problem now. Um, uh, okay, fulm. That's not a very yeah, common I, I'm prefix. Think, um, yeah. Flood. I'm going to say flood. 
Oh, no. I was going to say it has bears no resemblance to Fulminate at right. all. Okay. Do you- I know this is- but do you know the origin of the- like the, the word that it- that Fulminate is- is based on? Is it like some like- that's exactly du- the question. I <laughs> oh. think that's what we're being asked, Alistair. Uh, oh, do you want me to tell you what it is in- in Latin? I'm guessing- I'm- uh, yeah. It's in Fulminare. Lat- Fulminare. So. Okay. Mm. So ah, then the it is- Fulminare. That is when you have- you, 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 you go to an Italian restaurant and you ask for one of those enormous bowls well, of uh, seafood pasta. I mean, yeah. I, think, I think the fact... Fulminare. <laughs> I'll get the... Just, oh, I'm not that hungry. Can I just get a part minare? Yeah, demi minare, thanks. Um, so, if, if there's a Latin word it- for it, it's got to be something that was maybe happening in the, in the European regions, right? Mm, sure. Because and it, the- this happens worldwide, all uh, over uh, all uh, over the planet. And yeah, happens- but at least we can we can eliminate any things that don't happen in Europe. <laughs> uh, you know what so- I want you to go back to? I want you to think back to question number one. Okay. Of this quiz, uh, I- do you remember what that was? No was it was it the not the catheter, but the? It was the well. It was. Benjamin uh, Franklin, and so it, it would have been Benjamin his eyeglasses, fulminate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I want so you to think to about with- what else he did. Okay. Is so it we- a lightning thing? It's Is it lightning. a thunderstorm? Oh, no. The word fulminate right. derives from the Latin word fulminare, which means lightning. Wow. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Thank you. You got there in the end. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, we uh, got it. Um, Fine point. And did you artistically <laughs> foreshadow that? Did um, I? Well, I don't actually write the questions. So you only write the answers. Is that correct? I, I, you I said only write a the series answers. of answers. <laughs> but I think you did bring up the lightning. I did look. I did. That is true because I. I you're right. I did kind of think that a bit of foreshadowing of <sighs> the answer to question number nine might help you in the end, and ultimately it did. I hope. I, I, I hope you don't mind me saying, but you are a true artist. <laughs> Thank you. I don't mind you saying that at no, all. Good. Of both, you know, of both the, the acting form and of the quiz podcast form. Thank you. Thank you. I've waited all this time <laughs> to hear that said and you, you've made my day. No, no problem. All right. Question number 10. The final question. TIFF, PNG and JPEG mm-hmm. are all types of what? And oh, there's yes. a bonus point for naming what TIFF, PNG and JPEG stand for. Sure. Well, well, they are um, image compression algorithms. Yeah, and, and, I, I will, and I will and take file that. Types. The answer that yeah. I have is image files. Yeah, yeah. image file types. So, um, yeah, do you do you know what they stand for? I know that GIF stands for graphic interchange format. I yes. wonder if the IF in TIFF could be. Oh no, I reckon that's just image format file. You be, you had you know, it the right um, way round before image file format. Image file format. Image file format. So, but what's the T stand for? I don't understand wh- how it links to file format in any way. But it's a game right. that you used to play at Tetris uh, at school. A a running oh, game. Tippy. Another name tippy. for Tippy. A tag. Tag. Oh. Tag oh, image okay. file format is TIFF. Right. Do you know what PNG is? Uh, I reckon PNG is Pixel Network Grid. Oh, you got the middle le- word, network, is correct. Oh, But okay. the P and the G are incorrect. Pictographic. Well, graphic, we, yeah. 
something network graphics. Papa Papua Network Guinea. <laughs> <laughs> portable. It's going to be portable network graphics. It is going to Love be portable network graphics in computing. Yeah. Um, and great. now you've and just got the last one, JPEG. To just do. JPEG. This oh, one, this oh, one is particularly literally. silly because it it sounds like that it's been named after the bunch of people that created the the. Ah, um, uh, was it the Beatles? Was it George <laughs> Paul? John. Uh, George Patrick. Paul, no, John. Eli. John. John <laughs> Paul. George and Gingo. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm just going to have to tell you this one. Yeah. JPEG stands for Joint Photographic Experts Group. Oh. oh well, they yeah. did very good. You know, they it does keep uh, it does keep image quality at uh, quite a low compression um, or high compression, mm. whichever one you prefer. But it's a it's a good file format, if you ask me. Good. Is it one of your favorite file formats? I would say up there, it's up there with MP3 as one of my favorite compressed file formats. Yeah, mm. brilliant. I love a I love a zip file. <laughs> I don't mind a dot rar. Mm, yeah. I'm an Ogvorbus man myself. Yeah. <laughs> you, what's that one? Ogvorbus. It was an audio <laughs> format that had a brief period of popularity, probably around the time of LimeWire and that sort of thing. Oh, you could yeah. download some things illegally in Ogvorbus. <laughs> and what I love about it is that it's a name that works equally as well for an alien overlord. That is true. Okay, time for our last break. We'll be right back. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Andy, Alistair, thank you so much for coming on to the quiz. It's been the most amount of fun. Oh, well, uh, that, that pleases me glorious. no end. Mm. Fabulous to meet with you. Uh, and and good luck with the last few shows in the comedy festival. People can still get tickets. Yeah, yeah. My client yes. is innocent. Is at six p.m. Saturday, and then at five p.m. on Sunday at Victorian Trades Hall as part of the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Yeah. How That's fantastic! Very funny. It is very funny. I loved it. I had a ball. Thanks for coming. Thanks, um, man. You bet. That is it for another long episode of the Saturday Quiz. Thanks for listening. Thank you to my guests this week, Alastair Tremblay, Birchall and Andy Matthews. Thank you to all the supporters of this podcast. And please tell all your friends to listen too. Thanks, as always, to Cindy McDonald for writing the questions. My name's John Leary, and I'll have more questions for you same time next week.